Hello, welcome back to How About That Crypto, your home for regular crypto Web3 news and updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylist. Today's news and update is all about the crypto crash, of course, right? FTX contagion update is contained in here. And we're going to talk about wrapped Bitcoin and Ethereum is no longer redeemable. What does that mean and why is that important? BlockFi is in trouble. Voyager digital, digital bailout is gone. Crypto.com is questionable. FTX fakes government documents and regulators are knocking down the door. Why is all this important and what does it all mean? Not to worry, I'll explain it all. First, like, subscribe, follow and comment to support me. Uh, I really appreciate it. And don't forget, this is not financial advice. Use the links below to do your own research. All right. Well, I tried to ignore crypto over the weekend. It was challenging due to so much activity. Well, so let's start with a recap. All right. So scam bankman, I mean, Sam Bankman fraud. I mean, scam bankman freed. I mean, sorry. Sam Bankman freed owns FTX.com, FTX.us, and Alameda Research, amongst others. The last news session, I told you that we were playing game, that they were playing, sorry, but in the last news session that I did, I told you that they were playing games with the FTT token, which is their own token. I said that they were lending it out for leverage trading, and when they needed to cover their losses, they used user funds. Now it seems the speculation is saying that what may have happened is that FTX was loaning Alameda user funds, and Alameda used those funds for leverage. And then Alameda would post FTT tokens as collateral to FTX. Tomato, tomato. I don't care. Basically, they were using your money for risky bets. And now there's a $9 billion, $9 billion US dollar hole in their balance sheet last time I checked. So that's that's your money. And remember, this information is changing rapidly, but if you are desperately seeking information on when you will get your money back from FTX or one of the affected companies, it will not be rapid. So while I know that it's like easy just for us to get like, you know, consuming all the news and stuff because you've lost money and you want to know what's next and when you're getting your money back, it's not coming back anytime soon. So I'm trying to enjoy my life and not let this consume me. The same thing goes with politics. Uh, I stay away and pay little attention during election cycles, for example. If you read politically charged news during election time, then you'll be buried in with that kind of news because the echo chamber that the algorithms create. Tech's all, tech is all about showing you more of what you like. And the more talked about the topic is, the more shit you'll get in your face. So my, fo so my focus is on the meat of this whole thing, which is why I didn't come at you yesterday or the day before. So... What do I have for you today? Let's talk about Contagion. I'm going to share my screen. You, If you're listening on podcasts, you can use links below to follow along. Otherwise, just listen up. All right. Sorry. Um, okay. <clears throat> All right. So this is on ARF.com, um, Financial Review. It's by author Jessica Sear. Crypto contagion spreads after FTX collapse is the title of of the uh, of the article. All right, uh, I'm gonna read a couple paragraphs from here. Let's see. Okay, revelations that FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried had withdrawn ten billion dollars from the FTX balance sheet to plug a hole in its sister quant trading firm Alameda Research has sparked widespread instability within crypto markets. 
Bitcoin and Ether prices have fallen sharply along with most other crypto currencies exacerbating a crypto winter where rising rates have driven investors to sell risk assets throughout most of the year. Since the FTX crash last week, more than $150 billion has been wiped off the value of the top 10 digital coins. So there you go. There's a little bit of a correction. That's $10 billion hole, not a $9 billion hole. And because of this crash, it said $150 billion with a B, as in boy, billion dollars is gone. So much money, just poof, gone. There's a lot of talk about crypto.com, but we'll get in that in a minute. So let's kind of keep moving forward here to keep on, keep this on, keep it on. Okay, so the contagion has spread to multiple firms, but first I want to share this with you. Author Alexander Gilbert writes for The Defiant, FTX-backed Bitcoin and Ether tokens depeg on Solana. So BTC is trading at 50% discount. So let me explain this first. We're talking about wrapped coins. And what does that mean? I got a little thing to read you down here. So to explain wrapped tokens. Okay. Bitcoin and Ether are not native to Solana blockchain. So Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Solana are all layer one blockchains. Means that they're the base layer of the network and things can be built on top of them. But... They do not connect to each other. So when it says Bitcoin and Ether are not native to Solana, that means that Bitcoin is native. Bitcoin's only native to Bitcoin blockchain. Ethereum's only native to the Ethereum blockchain. However, however, you can have a layer two scaling solution on Ethereum, and that token can be moved around the Ethereum network. So what they're what they're saying here is that Bitcoin and Ethereum, since they're not on Solana blockchain, they're not native. To use and trade those tokens on Solana, users must go through a so-called bridge protocol, which holds the Bitcoin or ETH in escrow and mints an equivalent number of derivative tokens on Solana. Because the derivative tokens, so ETH and so Bitcoin, are usually redeemable for real Bitcoin and ETH on a one-to-one -one basis, they always trade at close to the same value. So basically, they're saying if you wanted to use Bitcoin on Solana blockchain, say there's a smart contract you wanted someone to put up Bitcoin for, you would have to deposit your Bitcoin into basically an escrow account, and, and in return, you will get a synthetic version of your Bitcoin. That Bitcoin stays in that escrow account. And when you want to trade your synthetic Bitcoin or your wrapped Bitcoin or the SOBTC, which is on the Solana blockchain, SO for Solana, then you would exchange it at that bridge or in that from that escrow. So you'll just say, okay, here's my SOBTC or my SO Bitcoin or my Solana Bitcoin. And now give me the real Bitcoin back. With FTX's announcement that it is filed for bankruptcy, however, the value of SoETH and SoBitcoin began to plunge relative to Bitcoin and Ethereum. Both tokens are issued by FTX, according to Miao, the synonymous founder of Solana Exchange Jupiter. These tokens were launched early, very early in Solana DeFi cycle to help generate liquidity in the space and are supposed to be backed one-to-one -one by Bitcoin and Ethereum. But unlike WBTC, Bitcoin on Ethereum, there was no formal process and no one knows if FTX still has the underlying assets. If the underlying assets are gone, contagion could spread quickly in Solana ecosystem. 
And it says practically all the major DeFi platforms have OBTC assets as collateral since it has long been accepted as a de facto Bitcoin in the Solana space. So basically, it sounds like it's possible that FTX was just lying to people and making like a fake protocol to take your ETH and your Bitcoin. And because it was on the Solana blockchain for so long, uh, the question is, are they still in escrow? Are they still being held? Are they still locked up? Or or did FDX hold them and do the same thing they did with all your money and use it for risky trades? I'm going to bet that that's what happened. Anyone want to take that bet? <laughs> so anyway, basically, they, they allowed you to use Bitcoin Ethereum on the Solana blockchain. Uh, FTX did. They said, hey, give me your Bitcoin. I'll give you fake Bitcoin. But like the deal was because... On Ethereum, there's something called wrapped Bitcoin or WBTC. And there's actually a formal process that you have to go through and you could see it all on chain. Now, this is sounding like to me that no one really knows where that money went. That is effed up. I'll tell you that. Okay, come and keep going down here. FTX files for Chapter 11 bankruptcy and SBF resigns. SBF stands for Scam Bankman Freed. I mean, Sam Bankman Fraud. I mean, Sam Bankman Freed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm having too much fun with that one. Uh, Sam Bankman-Fried has resigned from his position as FTX CEO and the many companies in this crypto empire will file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. I'm just going to read you a couple paragraphs. Sam Bankman-Fried has resigned from his position, position as FTX CEO and the many companies in his crypto empire will file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Referred to collecti collectively as the FTX Group, the approximately 130 affiliated companies filing for bankruptcy include FTX US, FTX.com, and Alameda Research, the storied trading firm Bankman-Fried founded according to a news release. The bankruptcy filed in Delaware will begin an orderly process to review and monetize assets for the benefit of all global stakeholders, With bank, while Bankman-Fried will remain to assist in an orderly transition. John J. Ray III, the attorney who steered Enron through bankruptcy, has assumed the position of FTX Group CEO. So, so let's get to bring in Enron, dude. Oh, my gosh. You know, that was very complex. I mean, I guess you guys got a... Uh, He's got uh, what he needs. So uh, I don't know. I mean, that's pretty all self-explanatory uh, there. It's a big ship and they're going down. And that means that it's just going to spread and spread and spread. We're going to find out more and more and more things. So stay tuned. We'll try to stay on top of it. Uh, I personally took all of my Bitcoin, Ethereum, and I had like a bunch of Polygon Matic. I put it all on a cold storage wallet. And I did leave you know, my holdings of other cryptocurrencies on the exchange on Coinbase, Uphold, and Gemini. And uh, those are my platforms that I'm using right now. And I don't know, hopefully they're safe, but I don't have more than like 100 or 200 bucks of each one. And uh, so anyway, that's what I'm doing. What are you doing? Let me know. Leave a comment below. And uh, Let's talk more about contagion. All right. So moving on. Let's start with BlockFi. As you probably know, if you've been watching my channel, I had money on BlockFi and I pulled it all it all off except for a couple hundred bucks. The money I left on there was for my credit card points. I had a I had the credit card with them. You get Bitcoin for spending money. I had about three to four hundred dollars of credit card points of Bitcoins, and that sucks. 
Um, you know, it's just like, you know, it's just like bleeding out money, you know, $100 here, $300 there, $2,000 here. You know, it really does hurt. Um, you know, make, definitely makes me realize that I should have been listening to the OGs on here. And I guess I'm going to get my uh, branding of being being around for a while after this bear market. But, um, you know, if I survive the winter, that is, then uh, maybe I'll be a little more seasoned. But I should have definitely listened and kept the majority of my stuff on a cold storage wallet. Little did I know that people would be taking my money and making bets with it and then go under. I mean, it's insane. This whole thing is insane. Anyway. Here's the article. This is actually from BlockFi.com. It is a press release. It is November 14th, which is today. And this is their updates. We determined last week that in the current environment, we could no longer operate our business as usual. Given that FTX and its affiliates are now in bankruptcy, the most prudent decision for us in the interest of all clients is to continue to pause many of our platform activities for now. The rumors that a majority of BlockFi assets are custodied at FTX are false. That said, we do have significant exposure to FTX and associated crypto entities, sorry, associated corporate entities that encompasses obligations owed to us by Alameda. Assets held at FTX.com and undrawn amounts from our credit line with FTX.us. While we will continue to work on recovering all obligations owed to BlockFi, we expect that the recovery of the obligations owed to us by FTX will be delayed as FTX works through the bankruptcy process. No-ish idiot. Duh. What kind of stupid statement? Anyway, so um, what I'm reading here is that they're going down with FTX. So like, if you don't remember BlockFi, and I think I said this earlier, I had my money on there and they uh, were about to go under, so I pulled all my money off. Um, maybe, uh, let's see. Hold on. Let me just keep going. All right, so there there are a number of scenarios that may be available to us, and we are doing the work now to determine the best path forward. BlockFi has the necessary liquidity to explore all options, and we have engaged expert outside advisors that are helping us navigate BlockFi's next steps. Haynes and Boone continues to serve as our primary outside counsel, and BRG has be, been engaged as our financial advisor. As we work expeditiously through the quickly evolving situation, we are focused on doing the utmost to be transparent around decisions related to our pause products and platform activity. You know, BlockFi, um, BlockFi got really screwed. They lent, uh, they lent way too much money to Three Years Capital, and then FTX FTX.US came in and uh, to bail them. They like got the deal to bail them out. And uh, but I guess like they were on a revolving credit line. So I guess now that FTX is under, they're not going to get any more money and they must not have the money to um, continue running their operations. Uh, they said they have liquidity to do what's necessary. But does that mean they just have enough money to pay the lawyers to figure out what to do? I mean, at the end of the day, is there going to be any money left over for you or for me? I don't think so. What do you think? Please let me know. Leave your comments below, and I am moving on. All right. Now, the next contagion effect, you would also know that I did not get all of my money off of Voyager in time. I lost quite a bit. Thank goodness it was not more than 10% of my total crypto investments. 
And I was just super excited that SBF or Sam Bankman Fraud on Freed and FTX.us were buying Di- Voyager Digital. So like the, I got like the letters in the mail and the emails and saying that Voyager Digital is being bought. They had proposed depositing all of user funds onto FTX and then customers can get the US dollar amount of the crypto holdings. So so if you had $4,000 on Voyager when they went down, you'll get four $4,000 worth of something. Um, I don't know. It wasn't very specific. I bet you they're going to give you the FTT token <laughs> and then use whatever crypto assets they had of yours and give them to Alameda so they can continue to gamble, gamble. And what terrible gamblers they must be. Seems like they were um, looking to just soak up more people's money, as much other people's money as possible. Uh, sounds super slimy to me. All right. So here we go. This is PR Newswire. This is a press release from Voyager Digital. All right, I'm going to read the first few paragraphs here so you can know exactly what this is. Voyager Digital and the Voyager Official Committee of Unsecured Creditors, which represents the interests of the general unsecured creditors, today announced that the company is evaluating strategic options as a result of the Chapter 11 filing by FTX Group. The no-shop provision of the asset purchase agreement between Voyager and FTX are no longer binding. So this is basically said the group of people like me and maybe you are unsecured creditors. I mean, we had we had nothing to show for the fact that we had we had give them given them our money. And they're treating it as if we were loaning them their money, but an unsecured loan. So we have no collateral to redeem. So it's like we all gave them unsecured loans. This is so insane to me to think that. I mean, I guess, you know, we didn't really find out about that until Coinbase put it in their in their uh, filing that that they that this is a potential risk of leaving your money on exchange. But what they did, I don't know. Anyway. I feel stupid, but uh, I also am like kind of boiling inside. All right. For this reason, Voyager has reopened the bidding process for the company and is in active discussions with alternative bidders. Voyager and the UCC are moving with all due care and deliberate speed to identify an alternative plan of reorganization consistent with the core objective throughout this process, maximizing the value returned to customers and other creditors. I mean, that's good. I mean, at least... uh, they're on board. You know, BlockFi, the investors were pissed. They wanted to be made whole before the customers. But like, I'm pretty sure you got to pay off your creditors before the investors get any money, right? Anybody want to correct me on that? Pretty sure that's accurate. All right, continuing on. It is important to note that Voyager did not transfer any assets to FTX US in connection with the previously proposed transaction. FTX previously submitted a $5 million good faith deposit as part of the auction process, which is held in escrow. Okay, so basically, uh, Voyager is back to where they were. They don't have anybody to bail them out. I hope maybe they'll get the $5 million good faith deposit because they didn't give it to them in good faith because they had holes in their balance sheet. Uh, I kind of feel like someone needs to go to jail. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I feel like this is straight fraud going on with scam bankman fraud. You know, I'm just, what do you think? Let me know. Leave a comment below. And that is Voyager. So now we're going on to the next story. This is probably the most updated one. The latest major player uh, that the market is worried about is Crypto.com. This is an article by Ryan Brown for CNBC. It's titled Crypto.com CEO Plays 
downplays FTX contagion fears, says he'll prove naysayers wrong as withdrawals rise. Crypto.com CEO Chris Marzalik Marzalik said his firm had a tremendously strong balance sheet and wasn't engaged in the kinds of practices that caused FTX's collapse. We never engage as a company in any irresponsible lending practices. Irresponsible means they are lending out your money <laughs> in a responsible way. And responsible is completely subjective. There's no objective responsible. Anyway, it says we never took any third party risks. So then he and then asked me anything on YouTube. It comes after the revelation Sunday that crypto.com mistakenly sent $400 million worth of Ether to Gate.io. So basically, they sent some stuff and then they sent it back. And everyone's like, what's going on? How can an exchange send all that money? $400 million. And it's like, oh, that was just a mistake. Send it back. But when they sent it back, they didn't give them that. <laughs> they didn't get as much money back. I don't know. It's just like they had a couple of things like this happen. Kind of looks a little shady. And a lot of people are saying that the crypto exchanges are just moving money around with each other so they can take a snapshot and say, look, I have money. And then they'll send it to the next exchange. They'll take a snapshot of their balances and their reserves and say, look, I have money. Uh, it all sounds like it's still got room to come down. It sounds a little bit like, you know, super scammy and shammy still. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think this is it? I just I just I find it hard to believe, you know, it's like like. FTX apparently had a lot of exposure to to um, three heirs capital, but I'm just hearing about that now. And that happened this summer. So this contagion could take months to actually play out. I don't know if price will stay low for months, but I mean, if another big one comes down, then that's going to cause prices to tank. And I think a lot of these places are selling good assets to make up the, for the fact that their their stuff is imploding and you know this whole utility token of exchanges using like the ftt token or the binance smart chain token or crow cro token for crypto.com you know what are they doing with this token it seems like they're giving themselves it seems like they're taking our money but then printing their own token and saying look i have reserves because i have all of my money that i created out of thin air and this is backing your money and like well where's my money where's the mo where's the stuff that i put in and they're like it's right here i was like no that's ftt token i had bitcoin ethereum matic chain link and they're like oh well we sent that to our friends so that they can gamble with it but don't worry you got this ftt token and as long as we're in business then that token's still worth something. It's like, well, that doesn't sound like a token. That sounds a little more, less like a commodity, less like cash and more like a security or stock in your business. I mean, it's it's just like, I don't know. Anyway, if you love, I would love to hear from you on this whole thing. So I'm going to keep going. Crypto.com is one of the numerous exchanges that have committed to providing a breakdown of the reserves that back customers' assets to reassure users after the bankruptcy of FTX. Marsalik, Marsalik said he expects Crypto.com to publish an audited proof of reserves within the next 30 days. He said he understands users wish to see the audit release sooner, but that auditing firms don't operate on crypto speed. The objective of the audit is to verify independently that every single coin on the platform is matched by our reserves. This whole thing of my, your money is matched by reserves, I don't like. Like, I, the, you're not a bank. <laughs> you're not a fucking bank. Like you're an exchange. You should not be using people's money. 
I I'm okay with that being a rule. If there's a separate section like like uh like Gemini has the earn section, right? Earn. So you can like move your money from your portfolio into the earn and then they say you're taking risk, like you could lose your money. That makes sense, but guess what? That sounds like a security because if they're going out and lending your money, then that means I'm relying on them doing a job. And guess what? That is a security, which means it needs to be registered with the SEC, which means there's going to be a ton more disclosures than what the, some little pop-up window they're giving me on the app. I'm sorry, but like the industry is not regulated. I know there is regulation, but it doesn't seem to be regulated and done the way it's supposed to be. And if it is, then the regulators are sitting on their fucking hands, not doing the job. So, okay, so this is a very hot, that, that is like all the high-level contagion. There are still 134 companies as part of the FTX group, so I expect more to come. Translation, I think there will be better buying opportunities. I'm not giving up. I'm going to ride this entire winter, winter and wait for the next macro bull market. How long will that take? I don't know. Will crypto go up before or after or during the next macro bull market with everything else? I don't know. Will it happen sooner? I don't know. But... I have at least one more year before my wife and I start talking kids. So I got one more year of aggressive speculating. If anybody wants to throw something my way, I'll check it out. So I'm just kidding. Okay, here we go. This story just speaks to the depth of the douchebag that these people are. Uh, so like, I'm going to move on to this next, uh, next thing here. So this is like super douchebag revealing. This is a tweet. From FTX, it says, per our Bahamian, Bahamian headquarters regulation and regulators, we have begun to facilitate withdrawals of Bahamian funds. As such, you may have seen some withdrawals processed by FTX recently as we compile, complied with regulators. So remember that we can see everything uh, that they do because it's on chain if they're moving crypto. Uh, well, guess what happened right after they posted that and said, oh, we're just taking money out of FTX, even though we're, we've collapsed, we've halted withdrawals. We just have to take money out because the, because the regulators said so in Bahamas. Well, then check this out. Regulators, the Securities Commission of the Bahamas came out and said, the Securities Commission of the Bahamas notes the statement made by representatives of FTX, which advised that they'd be taking money out. The commission wishes to advise that it has not directed, authorized, or suggested to FTX Digital Markets the prioritization of withdrawals of Bahamian, Bahamian clients. The commission further notes that such transaction may be characterized as voidable preferences under the insolvency regime and consequently result in clawing back funds from Bahamian customers. In any event, the commission does not condone the preferential treatment of blah, blah, blah. So basically, the Bahamian, Bahamian Securities Commission said this is a lie. So douchebag, like these people are freaking terrible. Like what the heck is going on? Like, how could you get so slimy? Even Alex Mashinsky didn't stay slimy. Well, a little bit. He stayed slimy a little bit. He was pretty slimy. He's walking around with a t-shirt saying banks are not your friends while he's stealing your money. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, let me know what you think. Leave a comment below, and I am moving on. Now, for the most obvious piece of news that you should expect to come out of this is that the regulators are circling. All right, so I got an article here by John McCrank and Alan Jun. Alan, Alan Jun. 
reporting for Reuters, and the title is Regulator Circle FTX as Rival Exchanges Try to Calm Investors. I'm going to read you a few here. It says that U.S. Justice Department, SEC, and CFTC probing FTX. How about that for some acronyms? The Fed's Brainard, she's a Fed governor. Crypto should be under traditional finance rules. Crypto.com says he is going to publish proof of reserves. I hate this proof of reserves, man. You're not banks. Like It's like a bank can say that, but like I don't know. I don't want to see proof of reserves. I just want to know that the money I have on the exchange is there whenever I want it. I don't want them taking it unless they're going to offer me yield and the yield is going to have to be significant do you think you're going to accept yield from one of these companies if they're paying you four percent hell no you're going to pay me 10 15 percent then i'm like well, where's that yield coming from and then i'm not going to trust it so like am i ever going to trust a yield product i don't know what are you going to do all right bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies were under pressure on monday following last week's spectacular collapse of crypto exchange ftx while regulators opened probes and rival exchanges sought to reassure jittery investors of their own stability the implosion of ftx once a darling of the crypto industry with a 32 billion dollar valuation as of january has spurred investigations by the u.s justice department the securities and exchange commission and the commodities future futures trading commission the SEC's probe is targeting FTX executives, their knowledge of the handling of custom funds and any potential breaking of securities laws. A second source with knowledge of the investigation said, while the crypto industry is touted digital assets as fundamentally different from traditional finance, the sector has proven to be susceptible to the same risks and should be subject to the same rules. So, um, I mean, I, I don't know. You know, it's like we probably agreed to let them do whatever we want with their money, with our money, when we put it on the exchange and some fine print that I overlooked. Uh, well, some something's got to change because like they should be able to custody our stuff separately. Like Charles Schwab custodies my stock separately. If Charles Schwab goes down legally, I should still get my my stocks back. So. There's no reason why anyone should be losing their crypto unless you're getting a yield. And a yield is unless it's staked in the crypto protocols. Like if you're an Ethereum validator node, then, you know, you're betting that Ethereum doesn't go down. And you're also betting that whoever you stake it with, if you don't stake it yourself, if you don't set up your own validator node, you're also banking on that play, them staying afloat. But if they're staking it for you, then... It should be locked up and your Ethereum should be good. Maybe some transparency about this. But in the other cases, if there is no yield for locking up locking up your coins and other protocols, then the only way you're going to get yield is if they're using your money to take risky bets. Do you know that? If you don't, then you should move your money. Of course, that just sounded like financial advice. So let me rephrase. I've moved my money because... I don't trust them. What do you think? Let me know. Leave a comment below. I'll keep you apprised of this. Uh, take care. Hot along.